We are here because we are dedicated to helping members of our community build lean, strong bodies and confident, resilient minds. Determined to elevate the lives of working professionals, stay-at-home parents, and anyone who is ready to level up their life. Our invigorating group fitness classes, practical nutrition programs, and authentic coaches help ignite your life. Find a place that believes in you. Find a place that challenges you. Find CrossFit South. Welcome to the Southpaw Spotlight. We are here with Andrew Huber. Andrew's 30 years old. He's a, a route a transportation salesman, and uh, he has a unique story to share with you today. Andrew is uh, six months into his CrossFit journey, which is where we really start to see people make that transition into, you know, really grasping that the tactics, that the methodologies, the, the progress just starts to really ramp up. But he also didn't have much fitness experience before that. So he literally started some online things at home, realized he didn't really have the accountability or structure that he needed and decided to dive right in. And it's been really cool to watch him transform. I saw him hit some big numbers this morning on his deadlift and really excited to hear his story. So welcome, Andrew. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. So tell me a little bit, Andrew, about what was happening right before you kind of started this fitness journey? You start looking into CrossFit. Um, geez, it was like right after the holidays in January. And I just woke up one day and I was just like, one of my friends kept sharing how he was doing workouts and losing weight and stuff like that. And I was just like, you know what? I need a change. I mean, with COVID didn't do anything at home working in a vending company. I mean, I had access to free snacks, whatever. So it's just like, I need to stop eating that stuff. And I need to make a serious life lifestyle change. And I one day just woke up cold turkey, started working out, started um, doing some home workout stuff, started changing my diet immediately. And that was the biggest, I think it just hit me in the face. It's just like, you know what, where am I going to be in 20 years if I keep going down this path of eating whatever I want, drinking whatever I want, doing whatever I want, not working out, not doing anything, just sitting on the couch. And I was like, I want to be here in 20 years. I want to be here for my family, my wife, a dog. If we have kids, I just want to be here in the future. And the changes that I was doing or the stuff that I was doing wasn't going to set me up at all for that. Said mm -hmm. so the, the phrase that comes to mind is kind of sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you, you get to this point where you're at kind of this crossroads in life. And I, I know that I, at a time in my life, things were so kind of just gray and monotonous, yeah. right? I didn't feel like I was experiencing the vigor that life had to offer and I wasn't taking advantage of it and yeah. being able to do that. And obviously fitness isn't the only vehicle to do that. But what I found is it's a great teacher and it helps you release endorphins make positive changes, build confidence that allow you to really get the most out of life, whether that's work or school or whatever you have going on. And you can perform at your best level at your, yeah. you bring your best self to the table, which is so cool. Yeah. It was just a point in my life where I was just like, you know what, I need to change. I can't keep doing what I'm doing. I mean, uh, it's not healthy and doing the home workouts was good. It worked for a little bit, but then I kind of just hit a plateau. It's just like, okay, I don't want to go downstairs and work out. I don't want to, I don't want to work out. I don't want to do this. So I made a change. My boss uh, has been doing CrossFit for six years. 
he goes out to a place out in uh, Long Lake and he would talk about CrossFit continuously every day. It's like, oh, you should try CrossFit. He's like, you, you would like it. Whenever we would leave, we'd go right past Southpaw and he would stick his hand out the window and point over to Southpaw every single time we would leave and, and go home. He would point over there. And finally, I just like, you know what? What's stopping me? I was like, if somebody who's got four kids, busy life, full-time job, if they can do it, like what's stopping me from going to take an hour out of my day or however long to go stop there. And it's right by work. I, I had no excuse. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to send an email, kind of see what it's all about. And we tried two classes right away. And luckily my boss was able to come with one of them. And it, he said, this is definitely a place for you. I think Nate was coaching. I forget what it was. A tough wad. I know it had a lot of wall balls and I was just like done with it. And I was just, yeah, like, I remember oh, that one. Gosh, I was just like, okay, this is going to be intense, but came back. I think we went Friday or we went Thursday. And then I think I came back the next day or the next week. And I was just like, you know what, this, this is definitely a good fit for me. I want to be here. Andrew, there's so, so many good things in what you just said. And I want to unpack that a little bit more, but first I want to circle back to what you said about like time management. And one of the most common excuses that we get is that you know, I don't have time for it right now. And I understand that like time is a valuable resource. And for some people, it may be better spent elsewhere. But I also think that it has to be intentional. Like if you don't want to find time for something, it's really easy not to find time for it. Oh, yeah. Right. It's the analogy of like, you know, what's your favorite TV show? Or what's one that you like? I would say probably the Ozarks. Let's go with the, the Ozarks. Ozarks. That's a yeah. special one for Kelly and I, which is a story I'll tell you offline. But we started dating and we're watching that together. So, but do you, do you feel like you have to like motivate yourself to watch Ozarks? Oh gosh, no. Yeah. It's just something that you want to do because you enjoy that experience. And if you can yeah. find something that you enjoy doing, it transformed that from something that you have to like carve out time for and motivate yourself to do into something that you kind of look forward to. Right. And that's a big flip on what, how we traditionally look at fitness. You're a 5.00 AM guy. So you're getting up at four o'clock, four 30, coming to the gym, showering, going right into work. I mean, that takes a level of dedication. Have you found out anything interesting about that in, in your time there? Um, I I'm one of the people and I know there's morning workout people and there's afternoon workout people. I'm one of those people. I want to get it done right away in the morning. Then it's out of the way. I don't want to have it doing it at the end of the day where you have the whole day to, I don't want to say come up with excuses, but stuff can get in the way, other priorities, family, kids, whatever. I'd rather just get it done out of the way. Then I'm good for the day. Then I'm just like, you know what? I got my workout done. It's not, it's not hanging over my head of like, yeah. oh, I need to go work out. Speak a little bit about how you feel when you get done working out and you're, let's say you're in the car on the way to work or you get to work first. How do you feel now versus how you felt pre-January? I feel a lot better physically, mentally, ready to start the day. When I get to work, I'm just like, you know what? I've already accomplished something today really big. I accomplished a huge workout, did, gave it my 100%. Now I'm going to go into work and give that my hundred percent. I'm just in a whole entirely different mental game. When I, after working out and going right to work, I'm just like, okay, I got, I got this done. What's stopping me from giving hundred percent at work. It just puts me in a whole different mindset, sets me up for the day. You're focused and dialed in. 
Yeah. There's a speech by this former Navy SEAL admiral, and he talks about the importance of making your bed in the morning. And he said, it's not about making the bed, right? You're going to unmake it at night, but it's about starting your day off with a win. Yeah. And this can really be at, at any time of the day to, to a certain extent. But I think that mentality of like using the workout, it helps give you that drive to show up in other areas of your life too. At your job, you're more, more of a go-getter. You're, you have more energy, you yes. are more active in your relationship or whatever that happens to be. And it, it can be such a positive draw just on your overall life. Oh yeah. Talk me about the experience of coming into CrossFit, not just new to CrossFit, but kind of new to fitness and what your experience was uh, at Southpaw or just generally with that. Cause there had to be some fears there. Uh, it's daunting. There's a bunch of new faces and people. What was your experience with that? Um, when my boss talked about CrossFit, I didn't really know what it was. I had no idea. I was doing home workouts. So a little bit of some EMOMs, just stuff that I didn't really need any equipment for. And that was fine and all, but he's like, go to a CrossFit gym. You'll love it. It's going to be a great thing for you. There's so many different things for you that you could do there. He's like, I've been doing it for six years. There's still stuff I struggle with. He's just like, they'll scale it. You'll be able to scale the workout to what you can do. And that's what sticks in my mind every single day. I mean, I'm still working on how to do a strict pull-up. I'm still working on how to do a strict push-up, a regular push-up. I know I'm going to get there one day. But there's other variations that we can do. I can do banded pull-ups. I can do ring rows uh, for push-ups. I can do knee push-ups. I can do box, use a box. And there's just so many different variations that anybody off the street can come do CrossFit. It's not the whole, oh, I can't do CrossFit. They, they're way too intense or they're doing box jumps or pull-ups or whatever. It's just, no, you can do it. It's just, it's a big mental thing. And it's just, they're there to help you. They're there. They're going to be happy that you stepped into that door. You guys are happy that you, you have people that stepped in the door. They want you to stay. So, and they're going to help you adjust that workout to what you can do. That was the biggest thing for me, I think. And just going into the mindset each and every day that when I go to the gym is, Hey, I got this person right next to me. Who's been doing CrossFit for five years. He can bench press, let's say 300 pounds. Me, I can only bench best. Maybe the bar. It's just like, you know, he's doing what he can do. I'm doing what I can do. We're both struggling. I think it's, I think Addison was talking about it in, in the last episode. You're competing with yourself. You're not competing with the next person on your left or on your right. You're competing with yourself. What can you do? What can you do to the best of your ability? And how can you push yourself more? That's a really good mindset to cultivate and something that I know as humans with egos we struggle with all of us do oh, yeah. and it's yeah. it's tough for you guys you know you have certain athletic goals i want to lose weight or get stronger right and there's all these what we call like micro problems that, that relates to it's like my this old pair of jeans doesn't fit that i used to love wearing or i can't pick my kids up anymore can't get up the stairs without getting winded or whatever that happens to yeah. be but you're not exactly sure how to find success in that goal, right? And so you try these different programs, you Google it, and you're trying to convince yourself to go to the gym. You're trying to tell yourself what to do, teach yourself how to do the movements. And on top of all the other stuff in your life, your job, your family, your dog, your kids, it's, it's overwhelming. And so having 
the ability to just take that off your plate being like, okay, there's a class at this time. I'm going to go in, they know who I am and they're going to help me figure out what to do can be such a relief and it can just offload that from your mind. And that's oh. really what we want to do. Oh yeah. I would want, yeah, I would 100% agree. I mean, your workout, say if you went to lifetime planet fitness, whatever, you have to figure out what to do, whether you be writing it down on a piece of paper to see what you should work on your upper body, lower body, or you're looking at your phone half the time. The nice thing about Southpaw and CrossFit, they have coaches there fit to make the workout. You don't have to worry about that. That's just a weight lifted off your shoulders. You got your friends there who are going to help hold you accountable. They're going to help you if you have any questions. You got the coaches there. It's one thing that I, I love about CrossFit and Southpaw in general. I mean, just the amount of people willing to help you be your better self. I mean, yeah, you can get that at a lifetime if you went with a buddy, but maybe that person doesn't go all the time. Maybe you want to go five days a week and that person wants to go to three days a week. And so then two of those days, you're probably more still sitting on your phone trying to figure out what to do. I mean, Southpaw, you got friends there. You can make friends easily. Everybody's so welcoming. The, my boss talks about the community and I never really knew it till probably a few weeks in, everybody's so welcoming. They all want you to be there. They're all, they're all helping you out there. The coaches are there to help you out. It was a big change. I mean, I've gone to Lifetime in the past or Planet Fitness and that maybe lasted a month or two. Salpa, completely different. I mean, everybody's the best there. It's a great, and it, it leads into something that I want, I'm putting on the spot here. So, but what, what about your life? outside of the gym have you noticed changed after say the first six months at Southpaw so this could be like socially or just quality of life or weight or strength or body awareness or whatever that happens to be right oh I would say probably my confidence level has gone up I feel a lot better looking in a mirror I mean ultimately when people go work out yeah that's why that's the biggest motivator most likely they want to lose weight And for me, my goal was, Hey, you know what? I want to lose 50 pounds. I know there I've gone down in weight, but then as working out more and eat dieting, I kind of realized like, you know what? Weight's good and all losing it, but ultimately I'm going to be losing weight, but I'm also going to be gaining muscle mass. So I'm going to, I might plateau, but I'm going to be feeling, I feel a lot better every day. I I tell people that a lot. It's like weight is one metric, but it's not the end all be all. And I don't think you really want it to be. If you break it down, the best litmus test is the mirror, right? Like, and, and not to say that it's all about aesthetics either, but that's when it comes down to it, we want to look better naked, right? Like that's just a human thing and it helps build confidence. It helps our relationships, whatever it happens to be. And that's, I think the best litmus test that you have, and it takes in all these other factors and just puts them into like, okay, how do you feel about yourself? Right. This is me unfiltered. Right. And it's, uh, it's, I think that's an important point to recognize. Yeah. I feel a hundred percent better after leaving the gym. I mean, I know there are days where just like, geez, I just had McDonald's for lunch. I'm having Chick-fil-A for dinner. And I'm just like, I haven't done anything physically, maybe moved some groceries in the house or something, but now working out and dieting for the past six months, it's not as a big a thing. If I'm like, you know what? I want Chick-fil-A for dinner. I don't have that weight over my shoulders where it's just like, you know what? I probably shouldn't have it. No, I'm going to have my good days and my bad days. It's Mm -hmm. not 
a big thing of it. Hey, you know what? I want to have Chick-fil-A. I want to splurge. I mean, just that mental game of dieting and working out is just, it helps you so much in the journey and making that lifestyle change. It's just like, you know what? It's okay. If I have this, it's okay. If I do that. Absolutely. And that's a lot of what Addison and I talk about a lot in the other coaches is, is balance, right? Yeah. Like have days that you work out, have days that you rest, have yeah. days that you eat great and have days you have fun. You have a, a birthday party to go to or whatever, have some cake, right? Like yeah. we want you to enjoy it. And the key is sustainability. If we don't have sustainability, you can be on the best workout program in the world or the best diet plan in the world, totally dialed in specifically for you. And you do it for two months and then you stop and it's essentially worthless because you yo-yo right back. But if you can build a habit, and that's why I like the TV show analogy, it's something that you enjoy doing and it builds on itself, right? As yeah. you get into the show, you learn more about it and you, you want to see what happens next. And the same thing, I think with exercise and nutrition, when you're able to enjoy them, to a yeah. certain extent, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, 100%. I mean, yeah, you can do it for two months or whatever, but you might hit a plateau where it sucks. I mean, there are days where I'm just like, you know what? I don't want to eat the salad, but you know, I probably should. I mean, I know I'm going to have my good days and my bad days. I know I'm going to, there's days where I'm going to want to work out. There's days where I'm not going to want to work out. I work out at Southpaw, what, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, I think that's great. I know I've talked to my boss and I've talked to numerous coaches about it. They're like, that's a good start because you don't want to overdo it. Cause I think you had talked about in my stages, you don't want to burn yourself out. You want to have that time in between yeah. where you have that balance. Otherwise you're just going to burn yourself out. I think you've said that getting past that 30 day mark is, is critical because yeah. If you can't get past that, or if you burn yourself out, that's where you typically see people drop out. Dude, and I've seen this in myself, and I've seen this in the CrossFit industry as a whole. And I think there's a shift going on that I think is really positive. And it's something that we really pride ourselves in at Southpaw is that when people come in for the first time, or when they're getting started with CrossFit, is we really encourage them to hold the reins back just a little bit. You know, go 90, 80, 90% rather than 100 or yeah. three to four days a week is that sweet spot where you still see a lot of progress, but you're not feeling beat up all the time. You don't damage yeah. your central nervous system. And that's something that it's really easy. Our society rewards the, the outliers, right? And that's what we see on social media and on TV. And we want to be like, but it's not the key to long-term sustainability. It's a key to short-term burnout. Oh yeah. If we're able to reframe that and show that moderate doses in a, over the long run are much better than a super high dose in the short run. Like we don't want to come in and just like try to show how tough we are and like pile you into the ground on your first workout. So you think that we're super hardcore, like that's douchey and not the way that we want to present ourselves or the way that we want to show up to you. Like we want to teach you how you can enjoy, feel good about doing a workout, learn the movements correctly and build a sustainable lifestyle around it so that you can really flourish in the rest of your life. Oh yeah. Yeah. I would hundred percent agree. And I add to that just with, I think just with you and I've talked to numerous other members about it and they said your first six months year, work on your form because, and I think you mm -hmm. said it and my boss has said it, your form is going to be the one thing that if, if you aren't doing correct form and you have too much weight or you lift something wrong or do something wrong, 
it could injure you. You could do something, you could hurt yourself so much more. So I know your big thing too, and all of you coaches were get your form down, focus on that as your first year in CrossFit, focus on getting that form down correctly because the weight will come. Mm-hmm. The weight's going to come as you, as you keep working out, as you keep showing up each day, every other day, however many times yeah. you're going, the weight will come, but getting that form is what you want to really work on. Absolutely, right man. CrossFit. Yeah. And that's one of the big reasons I think it's so helpful to have a coach is that it's really hard when you're learning yourself a to know what to how to do things correctly because you've never done it before it's like trying to teach yourself well it is trying to teach yourself how to do something you've never done before yeah having someone who can help guide you through the process who's done it before who's made those mistakes can help you just circumvent all of that yeah avoid the injuries avoid the delay in progress avoid having to go back and relearn it and that's such a key on top of that it's healthier it's better for you Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. It helps you get stronger in the long run, but that's absolutely correct. I have, yeah. as we as we wrap up here, I have a, a question I want to ask you. Yeah. What would you tell someone who was on the fence about coming in for the first time? They hadn't tried CrossFit before, but they had kind of seen stuff. They weren't sure if it would be for them. What would you suggest? I would say show up. I mean, you're only gonna wonder what you didn't, what you couldn't do, or what you didn't do. Um, I would say show up. I mean. Yeah, I, I feel like, to, and I've talked to some people, who, like my wife, for instance, I know she has said, I can't do CrossFit. And I said, well, no, no, you can. I didn't think that I could do it at first at all. But as I kept going, I can scale the workout to what you can do. Um, you don't have to do the same thing that that person next to you is doing. You I think everybody can do CrossFit, but not everybody should do CrossFit. Yeah. It's not for everybody, right? Yeah. Other people enjoy other things and that's great. And I would encourage them to do whatever keeps you moving. That's yeah. your thing. Yeah. I would say if you're definitely on the fence, show up because it's going to be a great time. It's only an hour. It's not five hours. It's one hour out of a 16 hour day that you're going to have. Come Either going to confirm your current decision or show you a different way or better way. Exactly. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for coming on, man. We really appreciate your time. Um, Excited to see where this journey takes you. And I I think it would be fun to check in with you later on and see how things have changed, but it's been cool to watch that transformation already. You watching this morning, we talking about form, like it's changed dramatically for you. And I hope yeah. that you feel that um, oh, yeah. the movements feel better. They, they look better and you're really on your way to a, a really solid foundation here. So thanks. excited yeah, to see for, that. Thanks for having me. I've really enjoyed it. Absolutely. Well, you take care, have a great day. We'll see you guys later.